Hello, welcome to Podcast Music and Games. Oh my. Well, this is your host, Justice Carew, here. Uh, I think I talked about this on a different, on a previous episode. But actually, what I want to talk about talk about here is the about the most mysterious song on the internet. I'll actually put two. I'm not going to be able to explain it uh, completely here. I'll post a video of this one particular person. I guess it would be called the show notes or the description, but anyways, I'll post a video uh, video down down below that you can go see, see, and this person will explain the history of this song themselves. But basically, what I could say is that there's this mysterious song that someone posted online that is called the most mysterious song on the internet. What's so mysterious about it? Well, basically, we don't know who sings this song. Who wrote this song? And all we have to go on is possibly, if I'm correct, again the person will from the video will explain it better. We have we have only, the only piece of information we have. There was a station that possibly played it in Europe. So they people have been looking, trying to find it, trying to find. They asked the person who originally broadcasted it and see if they can find it. And, they, and as far as I know, as I as I'm speaking, he's currently looking through all the backups of all the broadcasts he's done to try and find find it. Maybe. I can't guarantee that, obviously. I hope he is, because I would like to know this song, too. But, what I want to know is, how did this song become so mysterious? I mean, we all, we all know there's lots of obscure songs, but you normally know who wrote the song, who made the song, and stuff like that, and if you do a little searching, and Especially these days, you just look it up on the internet, and boom, you get your information. Now, there's that song, there's that bit called "Delicious," where it has um two people talking. One sounds like Jim Backus. I think the other one might be a might be a comedian, lady comedian. It's just basically them laughing and giggling, saying "Delicious" half the half the time. It's obscure, but if you do a good Google search these days, you can just find out who's on that. Pretty easy. It takes a few things, and and depending on who you talk, to, you can actually talk maybe. Talk to somebody who's a bit of a comedy buff, and they're like, "Oh, it's these people." But this song, we don't know who. There's no, there's no authorship, no, no composer. I mean, it, it, I mean, even, even even with songs from classical from the classical era, we at least know who wrote uh, the Fifth Symphony, the Ninth Symphony, and for Elise. Some cases we don't know who they wrote it for. Some cases they possibly wrote it because that was going to be the next gig, you know, as far as Beethoven's concerned. The Ninth Symphony was his last, if I'm correct. And of course, from what I understand, he was starting, was losing his hearing as he got older. In fact, I'm sure for a lot of people it's hard to deal with him because of that. But we know why he wrote it and what it was for. In some cases, some of the songs might be a little vague, but we normally obviously know that they did because they were taught it. It was part of, and it's part of their career. They, they're, they write them because not just because they love it, but because it, they do it for these for their perform as performances. But we don't know anything about this song. Nothing. No, and and there are and 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 in, and in some cases that, that that's not. That's not, it's not just that song. I actually have because I actually used to. I used to um, out of curiosity used to go to my 
local church just to be there and listen listen to the hymns. Because I think the music there is beautiful. But, hold on. If I can find it. Ugh. Ah, here it is. I actually borrowed the book that they had. Book of hymns they have there. And while I was there, actually, one of the hymns is actually based on uh, the Ninth Symphony, which which is or, or older choice, some people call it, which I find interesting. Even this book, the Worship and Service Hymnals, North Minister Presbyterian Church, uh, it has the publication. It tells when it was when it was produced, and it was printed in the U.S. in 1997. But, in some cases, we might not know who composed most of these songs. Uh, let's see. This was by... Uh, boy, these names are going to be hard to pronounce. <laughs> like this one by Ein... I'm going to say this is by Martin Luther. From 19... No, no. From 1483 to 1546. Translated by Frederick H. Hig. And this is, unless the the name under it is the author, the original composer. And there's also this song, which is by Frederick W. Faber, I think. And then there's also John H. Newman. Unfortunately, we'll ne- apart from that m- m- piece of information, we'll never know who these people are. We'll never know who they are. It's not like... Oh, that's interesting. This is from Tal's thir- 23 Scottish Palter. That's interesting. But I will say, we'll never know who these people are. We know they compose these things. It has their name on it. But apart from that, we'll never know who they are. It's not like, it's not like you know, you have, you know... In fact, here's another example. From what I understand, the song called um, Patches, sung by a particular artist, I unfortunately forget his name, it was not compu- It was not written by him, it was written by someone else who won an award. But you'll never know who he is, because the singer normally is more popular or gets more publicity than the person who wrote it. And then that, that depends, because that's from what I understand, back in the 60s, that was a thing. People wrote for these artists. None of them never wrote their own songs. But you'll never know that. <sighs> but again, of course, again, if you do a good Google search these days, you'll know who wrote that song. Who made it for that composer, for the most part. Or that for that singer, that rock band. Of course, there's a lot of bands who do write their own songs. Like the Trouble Bone Stones, The Beatles, after they got weird, as people say. Uh, I'm gonna assume Peter Paul and Mary, and and uh, and Led Zeppelin, Alice Cooper, Rob Zombie. But in the case of pop music, sometimes they don't write their own songs. And then again, I would say with pop music, it probably varies. But we at least know who did it. But in the case of this book, and the case of that song, we don't know who. That's amazing. That, that, and also, that is kind of unfortunate for the artist. That they'll never know that this song, that people are trying to find any sort of information about, is looking for them the most mysterious song on the internet. 
and I and, and, and shazamming it will won't won't do you any good because the only thing you'll get is the person who originally posted it. Again, it's it, it, and it just makes me think of the whole thing with history in general. There are some cases where no people wrote anything down. Again, we have the hymns in this book, but no, not almost no information on who wrote it. I mean, it may say it may say their name, but that's all you know. And then there's some. I'm sure there's some in here that don't have an authorship. Eh, it might depend. It would take me a long time to find. Uh, I I also know that one. If I remember, one of the books is based. Oh, one of the songs in here is based on uh, Beethoven's Joy. But again, that sometimes is the case that we'll never know who wrote it. And in fact, I think there are some poetries, some stories, where we don't know the authorship. <sighs> that is just plain weird to me. I would, you would, and again, again, you say, well, probably they're a score band. Yeah, they're so obscure, no one knows who wrote, who, who they are. I mean, literally. I mean, there's that little body like, well, then, then we can't be popular if I never heard them. I know, we don't know who these people are. We don't know. And I got to assume the internet's still going into investigation mode trying to find out who. We want to know. And I hope in my lifetime I'll find out. <laughs> it drives me nuts. It's like when 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 Night Vale introduced the man in the tan jacket. I want to know who he is. Luckily, they have a book. They have a they have a book that involves him. I'm not gonna say what, but they have a book. They have three books now. Uh, let's see, uh, Night Vale, It Devours, Faceless Old Woman. I think that's the three ones. Carolyn's into uh. The one about the faceless old woman who secretly lives in your home. She was another one when I was curious about who she was. And it drove me nuts! But, and then, but again, we now know. In the case of these book, the, the, this, this song, we don't know. We just don't know. And that's unfortunate. Because it sounds pretty good. I think some people have come to call it, I think, Ride the Wind, I think. Uh, but I hope they get. I hope they get to find out who did it. I hope they find out because it's unfortunate these people will never get the credit they probably deserve with a pretty good song. I mean, even some songs that would you know, some songs that are not. Uh, of course, that's a matter of opinion. They're not. There are some that's not as good as some art. Some songs. At least they get credit. At least when they get on, get on the radio and they're like. The, this is blah blah brought to you by blah blah you know, stuff like that. Ugh, well, that's unfortunate. And we hopefully will find out someday. Someday. I hope we do. I would like to know. 